So, um, since I guess The Last of Us 2 is a topic now, not that either of us has played it, or... I know I never will, I don't know about you, but do I you will. think... Okay, so since the second one is The Laster of Us, like we already agreed before the call started, the second one's The Laster of Us, the third one's The Lastest of Us, and then if they do, like, a, say, like a sword and sorcery spinoff, would that be uh, Final Fantasy? <laughs> the the finalist of us? Yeah. Yeah, the the final fantasy of us. <laughs> and and if if they do a sci-fi version, it can be the blaster of us. Um I mean they could, but how do you communicate that that's the last blast? Um you just make the L capitalized. Okay. Yeah, that that works. Yeah. Mushroom yeah. people. Because I mean, it, it's it's the last one, but it's not the last one. It must always be a laster one. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Final Fantasy has gotten away with that like eighty times by yeah. now. So. Yeah. Final Fantasy. I mean, they're on their fifteenth iteration, not counting sequels and stuff. Oh yeah, with spinoffs, they're way past the final. They're they're at like the final errorist. Or something. Yeah, which actually went because I was I was struggling to remember what I did two weeks ago. Like, <laughs> I kind of remember the last week, but I don't remember the week before that. But that just made me remember. So I, I've been like slowly playing little bits of Final Fantasy X on Switch, and then um, I decided to just skip ahead and start Ten Two to see what that's like, and it is weird. I, I mean, cold take, but it's, it's a weird game. <laughs> the, see, I don't like JRPGs, and Final Fantasy doesn't really interest me. I kind of bounced off the two that I did play. Mm. Um, but the name Final Fantasy Ten Two just always makes me chuckle. Yeah, but it's like, like Ten is kind of what you'd expect out of a Final Fantasy game. It's like all the characters are over-designed, like the costumes are weird, the the acting is kind of bad, um, and it's like a big... And it looks like big, for the time. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm playing the HD version, so, like, they've, you know, up all the textures and made it look nice. Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, it, it's like a, I guess an interesting world, but it's all, like, apocalyptic and stuff like the, this this giant whale monster thing called sin that's destroying worlds and stuff and it, i guess they call it sin because punishment for people using technology or something um i don't know i mean I, I i ended up reading an article to explain what the hell was going on with that because it seemed like there was time travel but actually there wasn't it actually stated it's like they created a dream world that was like a copy of the real world and then the real world got destroyed and so the dream world there it's <laughs> it, it's weird but okay so then 10 2 the sequel has the three main well the two main girl characters plus a new girl character who instead of like getting new party members and stuff you're just playing as them and it starts off with them as like pop stars at a concert so it's like I guess this whole apocalyptic like water world we were in got better. I, I don't know because it's like 
Yeah, like, like the main girl who is like this, like they call her a summoner. She like summons these spirit things, and her destiny is to try to defeat sin and save the world. And I guess she must have done it because now she's singing at a pop concert, and the three girls are like treasure hunters, and they fly around in a ship, and they unlock upgrades. Is it an airship? Yeah, they have an airship, and they unlock like the upgrades that you get are. Um, dress spheres you have like a grid of like different like magical girl dresses that you can change into that give you different powers that's the best um, so, upgrade system I've ever seen yeah it, I guess like the whole like, it, it's like where the first game is so kind of dark and dour like this game is just the complete opposite and that was the point I guess they decided like, they were too gloomy after the first game and they wanted to do something fun so the developers just did the opposite of what they did before and even like, like the battle system completely changed too it was turn based in 10 and it's the action battle gauge thing in 10 too so it, it's kind of like is it more like Kingdom Hearts, where it's just action RPG? Well, it, it it's um, uh, like Chrono Trigger, I guess, is the first one coming to mind. The thing where you've got like okay. a gauge that is filling up, and when it fills up, you can take an action. Okay, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like you're not like I think you can reposition in battle if you need to, but for the most part, it's just you wait for the meter to fill up, and then you take an action. Right. Did you did you play the sports game that I always hear people talk about when they talk about ten? Oh, Blitzball. Um, they forced me to play it, um, and then I lost. But I guess it was scripted that you could lose, so I did. Um, actually, apparently, it's like, you have to know what you're doing to not lose. But um, yeah, no, yeah, there's like underwater soccer i guess um which is basically just soccer but they animated it underwater to make it you know weird and fantasy <laughs> yeah you can't just have a sport and a fantasy game yeah but yeah no like, like there's a point in the story where you have like when they first introduce you to it it's like like it felt like you were in the I can't remember exactly what was going on but you were in like building up to like some story moment thing and then the game just takes you aside to walk you through the entire tutorial of everything involved in playing this sport and then after that you get pulled away to go do um, like a rescue mission like one of your teammates gets kidnapped and you have to go rescue them and then you come back and then they're like okay and now you're going to play the Blitzball game you know, <laughs> because you you must remember all the tutorials that you did like a couple hours ago. Obvious, obviously, you want to play now that you have another teammate. Yeah. Yeah. So I played it, and Ooh. Titus, the supposedly all-star player, the super player, whatever, he lost because I didn't know what I was doing. I just followed <laughs> the instructions it told me to do, and I guess that's the way to lose is to do what the game wants you have to like take control and actually like maneuver your players or something well sometimes you just have to laugh at yourself yeah yeah and i i did get through the laughing scene too and like it wasn't as bad as people make it out to be but 
it's about as stilted as all of the dialogue in the game. Yeah, um... Because, like, the, the whole weird laugh thing, the point of that scene, it was right after Titus found out that his dad was the giant evil whale named Sin. So then he's being told, oh, you need to smile and, uh, and laugh. And he's, so he, he, like, forces out a mix of a laugh, a cry, and a scream all at once. And that's that weird laugh that he does. I don't, th I don't think that's what came across. Yeah, well, I mean, all the dialogue in the game is weird and stilted, but... I mean, he, he tried to do something with it, I guess. He didn't do a normal laugh. Yeah. <laughs> His dad was the giant evil whale named Sin. Yep. Oh god. Uh. I I love Japanese shit. I really do. Yep. Oh man. Um. So is the game fun? Uh. I mean, it's it's fine. It's a JRPG. <laughs> Like, I, I haven't... Yeah. I, I've played a little bit and then switched over to other things and still haven't really made it that far, I don't think. Like, like just this week, um, the new Pokemon DLC came out, so I've been playing a bunch of that. But I finished the story on it, so... Aside from catching the new Pokemon, there's not much else to do. I should, I should do that at some point. I just... I played a lot of Pokemon earlier this year. And then I didn't want to play Pokemon again for a long time, so. Yeah, I had basically, because I wasn't interested in doing max raid battles, I basically dropped out after um, finishing, like, the the post-game story. Until, you know, waiting for the DLC to come out, and now that it's out. Um, yeah, it's, it's a fairly short story, but it's weird, because there's a lot of points in it where it seems like the story's ending. And then it doesn't. Because, yeah. Huh. It's, it's like, like you, you go to the Isle of Armor, which I guess is like Ireland, but it's in the northeast instead of the northwest. But also it seems like this version of England is upside down anyway because they've got London in the north. Um, right. But, um, yeah, so the Isle of Armor is... Like a big open area that you can go around and catch a bunch of Pokemon. Like, there's a lot of returning Pokemon. I think the only new Pokemon is Cubfu, who you get as part of the story. So, otherwise, it's like a bunch of returning Pokemon are just all over the place. You can, like, Jigglypuff shows up in the first area. So, I finally have a Jigglypuff. Um, Yay. And yeah, like the, the, there's a bunch of old favorite ones in there. Um,. Yep. So then, do, do you have an hmm? do you have an idea of how many old ones they brought back? Just a general. Uh, I, I I don't know the number. I know you can look them all up on Cerebi. Um, it didn't sound like there was any like major like the only version difference between the sword and shield version of the DLC is that there's a rival there who you meet when you first get there. Um, in sword, it's a poison trainer. In shield, it's a psychic trainer. But it oh, yeah, doesn't sword, really make much difference because the... either way they're going to have the new Slowpoke Slowbro who is a poison psychic type. Weird. Yeah. 
I I, re- I remember seeing it uh, when they revealed it, but yeah, the, I didn't know the that slow bro with like an armor shell thing. It's poison and psychic. That that that's a strange combination. Mm. Yeah, but is that is that a new combination? I can't think of another one. Probably. I mean, I don't know of any in the older gens, and I don't. I didn't pay as close attention to like Gen four, five, six, or seven. Yeah, I mean there might be one from like Gen four or five that. Yeah. It's like yeah, whatever. Yeah, like Gen six didn't really add a lot, but yeah, there's not a lot of cross types with psychic. But. No, there's like Metagross, which is steel. Yeah. And that's, and that's yeah, like Victini that's like is fire psychic, I, I think. I think there's a couple like fairy psychic. Yeah, think. yeah, probably. But yeah, so I don't know how it will be when you play it in um, shield. But in sword, the poison rival is insufferable. Like, like she is, <laughs> she's like a like a perky girl who she's supposed to be like perky and fun, but also secretly like dark and competitive. Like she's like, I don't know. She's she's. Ah, uh, words. It's hot here. My brain's dying. But um, is she is she Sundari? I guess I I don't know. I mean, she she's like the really like chirpy, perky, and fun, but also threatens to kill you kind of person. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's Yandere. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's probably what it is. Um, nice. Yeah, but also all of her Pokemon are like level sixty, and all of mine are like level eighty. So I just kicked her ass easily every time cool yeah it's, it's like so what i guess i don't know the, like, you arrive on the island and they say like your arrival there was a mistake and you weren't actually supposed to attend the dojo but they decide to let you in anyway <laughs> um and rival girl is all you're the fucking jealous because you're the fucking you, pokemon champion yeah <laughs> why, why wouldn't they want you there yeah it's weird yeah because and it's like like nobody seems to remember that because they, they keep talking about how, like, Leon trained here, and it's like, oh, we don't think you'll be as good as Leon. It's like, I kicked Leon's ass in the Pokemon League, but sure, none of you were watching, I guess. I, they must let you go there before um, the end of the game, I guess. I, get, I mean, since all the Pokemon are scaled around, like, the highest threat you face is, like, a level 70-something. Um, like, I know all the Pokemon in the open world for me right now back on the mainland are uh, like level 60 so yeah I, I don't know what point in the game they expect yeah, you to be it's there like not, it's like not only are you Pokemon champion you're like a, a hero yeah. <laughs> wildly pub- widely publicized yeah you saved the world from Eternatus yeah. Yeah. You're, you're a hero celebrity champion like <laughs> yeah why would they not want you there? Yeah, so... That's weird. So, yeah, so the rival girl is, like, jealous that... You know, like, I think she challenges you to a fight at first. And because she wants... Like, she wants to be the the star of the, the dojo or whatever. Um, so you beat her easily in a fight. And then she runs back to the dojo and you go there. And I mean, I kind of slacked off on my way there. I was, like, catching Jigglypuff and stuff. But... Um, nice. But then, yeah, you get to the dojo, and uh, Master Mustard is like a former champion, <laughs> and he's the guy in charge. Oh. Um, yeah, he's, uh, oh, yeah, that, I remember that from the 
the reveal. Yeah, old kung fu guy named Mustard. And, um... Although they do let you make, like, a mustard and cheese joke at one point. It's, like, there in the dialogue options. I don't think I picked that one, but I did take another stupid answer that they gave me later. Um, nice. But, yeah, so... Well, why? What else... Why, why would you not pick the dumb answer in Pokemon? Mm. Like, it doesn't matter what you say. Yeah, like, mo- it was surprising that they gave a dumb answer, because most of them, it's, like, two ways to say the same thing. But there's another point it's, where, yeah. like, eventually, later on, Hop shows up, and Mustard sends you off on a quest to find, um, honey, for, or to find, like, I, I don't think, he doesn't say it's honey, but it, it's honey. Um... You have to find honey for your... After your cub food evolves into Urshifu, you need to give it honey so it can Gigantamax. Um, so, like, Hop is, like... like You and Hop are going through the forest trying to find... Like, he... He thinks at first that it's supposed to be nectar. So he's, like, having you you track down Pokemon that could give you nectar. And then he realizes, no, it's actually honey. And, um... And he's like, oh, yeah, and honey comes from... And they give you two options, like sheep pokemon or bee pokemon so i i picked sheep pokemon and I'm just excited about like sheep and he's like no i think that'd be wooloo and they don't make honey and then it, if if honey came from sheep pokemon wooloo would really be the best pokemon ever mm. yeah but oh and also um on isle of armor i th- i think it's after you beat the rival because like like you go on a few tasks and then challenge the rival to a fight i don't know how it'll be with the psychic one but the poison rival decided to put a bunch of poison barbs on the the court like the, the arena before we fought because she was cheating um so all my pokemon entered poisoned but even then i still easily kicked her ass and like she mega evolved or gigantamaxed her slowbro and i just killed it with eternatus's like dynamax cannon without him, he didn't have to Dynamax. I was just regular, and I shot down her big yeah. Pokemon in like one hit. So, nice. Yeah, even being poisoned. I mean, poison. Yeah. Poison isn't the best. Yeah, uh, anyway. badly poisoned. So it's like the really, the, the kill you in five turns. Poison. Oh, so it's <laughs> so it's like toxic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. She put barbs all over the course, so any of your Pokemon that enter get badly poisoned. But isn't um. Isn't uh, Eternatus poison? Yeah. Like dragon poison? Yeah. So it doesn't even work. Yeah, I don't think it got poisoned between it being half poison and also I think it levitates or flies or something. So it wouldn't be touching the ground. Right. But, um, yeah, so after you beat your rival, um, you unlock a thing that lets you, like, the Pokemon at the head of your party, when you're on the Isle of Armor, will walk around, like, behind you. Like in Heart Gold Soul Silver. Oh, that's a cool thing they didn't have in the regular game, but they totally could have, probably. Yeah, and like, and for some reason it only works on the Isle of Armor. So if you go back yeah, to the mainland, it still doesn't work. But, yeah, they like they follow behind you, but they kind of trail. Seems like too far behind, because like, I, I put Wooloo there, and I started running, and then eventually Wooloo would start rolling behind, but um, I had to keep slowing down so it could catch back up. Or else it would just teleport oh. to get closer to me. What's even the point, then? <laughs> yeah, I guess some of the animation, like the walking, running animations are weird. Like, I saw an article on that, but I didn't click on it. 
but yeah. So after you beat your rival, uh, Master Mustard gives you Kubfu and tells you, okay, so now um, I want you to take Kubfu around the island and become best friends with it and like see all a bunch of sights and stuff. And so at first I stuck Kubfu in the box. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to bother. And then it's like, oh, there's actually like a bunch more stuff to do and it's all around this Kubfu. So I put Kubfu in the party in the last spot and went to all the the sightseeing spots and became best friends with Kubfu and then brought him back and then uh, I think after that they tell you like, okay so now um, you can go to either the Tower of Water or the Tower of Darkness to learn a fighting style and evolve into Urshifu so I decided to go to the Tower of Darkness and then you get there and they tell you um, you can when you enter you can only have Kubfu in your party so it's like, shit, I guess I need to level up this thing now. So then I uh. and well, I ended up feeding it a bunch of candy because I realized that there's candies other than rare candies in this game. So after fighting like a couple like Dynamax battles, I remembered, oh, yeah, this like, cheaper EXP candy. Yeah. So I just stuffed him with. Oh, I can I can get this thing to level 50. Instantly. Yeah, no, I got him up to level 80 and then dropped all my other Pokemon back in the box. <laughs> Um, went through the Tower of Darkness, uh, and, yep, uh, at the top of the tower, Mustard is there with his own Kung Fu, so you fight it, and then, um, evolve, uh, after. So I went with the Darkness one, um, and then, um, oh yeah, then there was the whole Honey Quest thing, so, yeah, Hop showed up. And we went searching for stuff, and then uh, after Urshifu was able to Gigantamax, you're challenged to one final battle with Mustard. So I had a you know fight with him. Um, my Urshifu ended up getting knocked out, but the rest of my party was fine. Like they handled fighting off all of his Pokemon. Like that that's the fight where like things can get up into level seventy something, but mine were still all like okay. early eighties. And then, so I mean, once you get your regular party back, it's not even a fight at yeah. that point. I yeah, feel. it wasn't that. It wasn't hard. And yeah, so then after that, um, there was like a cutscene that I think teased that mustard might show up again in the Crown Tundra. And then, um, yeah, I, I think there's, there's like some other task that they, like something that they said you could do go challenge like a battle tower with Urshifu or something but oh um, well yeah but otherwise um, after that's all done you can go back to the house and find uh, the this like this kid who's good with tech and he gives you a Porygon so I have a Porygon and he's got an upgrade and I just need to trade him to you at some point to get a Porygon too sure remind me after we record because uh, I have to charge my switch um, yeah. <laughs> But Wait, I think it's plugged in. Let, let me check. Right. I think it's good. We'll we'll do it after okay. though. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all there is to the Isle of Armor. I mean most of it is just there's a big so island like with like it? multiple <laughs> regions that you can go through and catch a bunch of Pokemon that we're missing. Although there's all, some of them are ones that were from the so main it, game. 
like th this is a separate Pokedex. There's no national Pokedex, but you have like an Isle of Armor Pokedex that has I don't know how many. Like 207 is the farthest I've got on there. So there's like 200 Pokemon there, but some of them are repeats from the mainland. Okay. Um, how, uh, about how many do you think? Like how, how many um, were filled in before you started? Um, I mean, if I had to guess how many new ones, probably 100, 150 at least. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it seems like like a lot of like it's, the missing Gen right. One ones are back. Um, the legendaries yeah, aren't that's back yet. What I it's assume. like the legendaries and the fossils are still notably missing. They're probably being saved for Crown Tundra. Yeah, because that that's the whole selling point of that, right? Is, Is the legendaries? It's a, yeah, it's it's an right. It's an area full of legendary Pokemon, yeah. and I bet at least some of them. Um, will still be a bitch to get. Yeah, and like I'm wondering if the fossils, which are, oh, also, one of the things mustard gives you, at least I think, some someone at the dojo gives you a choice of Squirtle or Bulbasaur, and um, they have a Gigantamax form that they can get, you know, when you fully evolve them. Oh, cool. So I went with Squirtle. I guess I'll go with Bulbasaur. <laughs> I mean, you can, but I mean, I'm, I'm probably not going to give you my Squirtle for keeps. Although, I guess, we, you know, we can just breed them. Yeah. So yeah, you can get a Bulbasaur. I'll, I'll breed the Squirtle and give you a baby Squirtle. Yeah, just give me a regular-ass baby yeah. Squirtle that can't Gigantamax, and I'll give you a regular-ass baby Bulba. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so I'll make a baby Squirtle, and, um... Yeah, and then Urshifu, yeah, I went with the darkness form, but it seems like the forms, it doesn't change what it evolves into. It's just, it's like Deoxys having different forms. They're all considered the same Pokemon, they're just a different pose. Okay, so like the, the one you've got is just um, dark type forever? Um. Yeah, I mean mine is, it's half fighting, half dark, but... I think it's just uh, because they closed off the other tower, so you can't go to the other tower and like switch forms. Okay. But, but I think Pokedex-wise, it's still just considered Urshifu, um, the darkness stance instead of the water stance. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'll probably get it soon. I've just. Mm. I've been. I've been trying to to play like every Ratchet and Clank game. <laughs> so mm. okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah. In the last week, we also had the PlayStation presentation and some other gaming stuff. Yeah. So, so the internet's going crazy about a new female character in Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, which is the subject of all the porn now. Which is really weird. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah, no, they got to get started on it early before they know what her name is or who she is or anything. Yeah, I mean, apparently, <laughs> um, some of the developers said that they, she was basically designed knowing that um, there would be porn of her on the internet. So, 
Um, mm. There you go. Uh, yeah, it worked. Yeah. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> it was quick too. It was like while the while the conference was still going on, apparently. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah, because that was one of the uploading. first reveals. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really want a new Ratchet and Clank game because there hasn't been um, there hasn't been a, a new full length game in like when did Crack in Time come? I, either 2009 or 2010. So mm. like I think the only two yeah, that, yes, almost ten years. Right. The the only. The only two that came out in that time is Into the Nexus, which is like three or four hours long and not that good. Mm. And um, the 2016 game, which is a remake of the first one. Okay. So not not really new. Um, hmm. Now I wonder what took them so long. Um, Insomniac was working on a bunch of other shit. Oh. Like, they... They decided to not just be a Sony, um, developer for a while. Oh. Like, they made Sunset Overdrive and stuff like that. And I don't... I don't think any of it really... I don't know. I think they made decent stuff, but none of it really hit like they probably wanted. And so I, I guess now they're making um, Ratchet and Clank and I don't know, I guess they're going back to just being a Sony developer because that's, yeah. that's where their I mean, It's strange because like, like Nintendo has a lot of basically ex- exclusive contracts with a lot of you know, like, you know, HAL Labs and Retro Studios and the Pokemon Company and stuff, like even if they are separate studios, Nintendo owns so much of them that they just make, you know, the same first-party stuff. So it's kind of weird that Sony doesn't have that kind of relationship with some of their like, like Ratchet and Clank seems like it's like one of the iconic PlayStation games. If you're like, you know, what what's a PlayStation franchise? It's like that's that's one of them. So it's weird that the people yeah. who make it aren't like owned by them. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how independent Insomniac is um, to Sony. Like, I, I have, I haven't looked into it at all. Mm. But I, I, I think. I mean, they, um, they were enough to make an Xbox game, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, I. It, it's weird that it happened going into. PS4 and Xbox One and not PS3 and 360 because mm. that that was when that was when Microsoft was throwing around a fuck PlayStation money to um, exclusive mm. developers so yeah yeah but either way I'm happy Insomniac is working on PlayStation again hmm <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and we also you, got confirmation of a new Crash Bandicoot, so that's like two old yeah. PlayStation franchises coming back. Yeah, Crash is 
Not anymore, though. It's yeah. owned by Activision, so... Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, my brother yeah. had a couple of the games on Wii that they'd made. They're... I don't think they've aged well. Like, mm. they're... I, I'm not a huge fan of Crash Bandicoot. Like, I've got... I've got the PlayStation 1 games, and they're cool, but... Mm. I don't know. They, they were probably... It's probably the type of thing where they were really good at the time. But now, they're just... They're cool retro games now. Mm. Yeah, it, like, it could have been their Super Mario Brothers if they'd held on to it, but... I mean, now it's on all platforms. Yeah. Yeah, see, that that's another thing, though. Like, it was made by Naughty Dog, and I don't know... That's another developer who, like, yeah, they just make games for PlayStation, but I don't know how deep into their pocket Sony is. Hmm. But, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know when they, they sold um, Crash Bandicoot. I would guess near the start of PS2 when they started making uh, Jack and Daxter games, I would guess. Hmm. Okay, so they figured they had a new Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, I I don't. Be, well, because Naughty Dog made all the ones on PS One, and then after that, like Crash, they had Crash Bandicoot on every system, like including. Mm. Yeah, it was on GameCube. Yeah, they had like Game Boy games and everything, or yeah. Game Boy Advance. Yeah. So yeah, so it must have been after PS One, they sold it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I would guess Naughty Dog just wanted to move on to other things, so they were like, "Hey, we'll we'll give us money and we'll give we'll give you Crash Bandicoot because we don't want to make any more." Is mm. uh, is I'm assuming how it went down. Yeah, they they wanted to make the Lastest of Us. <laughs> well, they wanted to make Jack and Daxter first, mm. which is cool. And then they, well, they wanted to make Jack and Daxter, which is a friggin' collectathon like Banjo Kazooie mm. or um, Mario sixty four type deal. Mm. And then, and then they made it really, um, they made it really dark and edgy for some reason. Mm. It, which transitioned into Uncharted, which is even less cartoony um, mm. than Jack was. He and started getting older into, and wanted everyone to take him seriously. Yeah, I, I guess. And then they moved into The Last of Us, which is the the big, dark, adult apocalypse. Okay, so so that, they're charting to get darker and darker. So what's next after Last of Us? Um, I'm guessing a simulator where it's just getting kicked in the nuts um, for 15 hours. <laughs> Tor torture simulator. Don't make that, please. Don't. Yeah. Uh, it'd be hard to market, but <laughs> I, I don't, I, think I don't that's know that it fits fit. PlayStation's values or vision. 
Yeah, I don't think that's going to fit with the with the PS4 audience. <laughs> or PS5, I guess. Or PS6. PS12. Yeah, the PS9, like they advertised 20 years ago. Mm. It's apparently just a ball. No, yeah, I mean, we've seen what the PS5 looks like, so... They're not... Yeah. <laughs> you know, they don't... They're not stuck in boxy shapes like everybody else. That that would be funny as shit if by the time the PS9 comes out, it actually is just like a little transparent ball you can hold in the palm of your hand and it like projects games into your brain or whatever that ad mm. was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, once you know VR headsets become a VR chip that you implant in your brain, then yeah, you just hold the, the ball up and it beams games yeah. into your brain. And then... And then somebody hacks the chips and mind controls everybody. And yep. they, they they turn into mushrooms somehow and now we've got the Last of Us world. We mm. did it. Yeah, I mean, unless they mind control in, like, uh, the nanomachine's son kind of way. <laughs> yeah. Like, just Metal Gear Solid 4, everybody, like, seeing and shooting at things that aren't there. Yeah, uh, I, well, I hope it's the mind control where it's just every time it, every time you do something they don't want you to do, it just shocks you. Mm. So that way everybody keeps their free will technically, but they're, they're just all in a lot of pain. So that's a very, um, mm. <laughs> that, that's the, that's the way Naughty Dog is trending. <laughs> yeah. Also, did Kojima announce any new games? don't think he did because i think i would remember if he did uh i you cut out for a second did who uh did kojima at the the playstation thing um not that i know of Mm. yeah there might have been because with the lack of e3 stuff i've ended up watching like clip shows of old e3s and i might be thinking of something i saw there because there was I mean, like it's, it's five not, years of Metal Gear Solid Five being at E3. I mean, you, you know how Kojima ads are. It's po- very possible that there was one. Um, oh, it I was hidden did. in the Bug Snacks trailer. <laughs> <laughs> like if we piece together all the clues from Bug Snacks, we'll discover the um, new Kojima game. It's actually re- retelling the life story of Hideo Kojima. <laughs> yep. Yeah, how he ate a strawberry once and became a strawberry. How, how, how he he lit his town on fire because he had weenie hands. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, I could see weenie hands being like a Metal Gear Solid villain. Yeah. <laughs> what what kind of what kind of meta powers does he have? Um. Hmm. I don't know if you he have like psychic control of every wiener-shaped object. Oh no! <laughs> or an obsession with wiener-shaped objects that turns into like missile launchers and stuff. Uh, he just makes you come controllably, <laughs> uncontrollably. Yeah. Oh god, he's he's the pants soiler. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so that's the new Metal Gear's torture scene. <laughs> hands on Snake. <laughs> okay, we the title of this episode is Weenie Hands Pants Soiler. Okay. Or Weenie Hands Solid Pants Soiler. Okay, so so I gotta clip out the image of the weenie hands guy from the trailer and then just give him like an eye patch and a bandana <laughs> that would be great mm. I would very much appreciate that yeah uh, let's see what other games were there? oh yeah th- there was the EA presentation which I didn't watch when it aired I think I was at work or something and then I started trying to I was watching like a a stream of, I guess, not really a stream, a video. They had, like, a commentary on it. But even with the commentary, I still, it's just, EA is so terrible at presentations. It's like, they're not even talking about the games, they just have, like, a bunch of people giving, like, testimonials about how games make them feel about their life. But, yeah. at some um, point in that mess, they announced Star Wars Squadrons. Which looks okay, I guess. That's, that's the only... EA game that I really care about. and I mean, I guess then, it's like I'm, Ace Combat Star Wars, kind of. It, it But first person. It looks a lot more involved than Ace Combat does. Because, like, Ace Combat is pretty simple when you get down to it. It's just, you know, control which direction you're flying and hit the shooty buttons. Mm. But, um... Squadrons looks like there's a lot of things you need to keep track of. Um, yeah, I didn't know if that stuff in the cockpit was like just the replacement for your heads-up display, or if you actually have to interact with those, all those gauges and stuff. Um, it's I. It seems like it's just it's just um uh what you call it? Um, yeah, the the HUD. A di- diegetic HUD. Yeah. Um, and you have full control, but I don't know. It's it's hard to tell because their gameplay trailer was just um, very quickly cut um, clips of action. It wasn't actually a, a long mm. like segment of gameplay. So you yeah. know. You still can't really tell what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I thought, like, it looks okay. You know, it it kind of reminds me of, like, other Star Wars, like, flying games, like Rogue Squadron and stuff. Um, I mean, it was nice that at least they mentioned the New Republic instead of the whole Resistance bullshit. I mean, we don't need two not-Rebel factions. We can just, just make them the New Republic. Like the sequel trilogy did when, when they're like, oh yeah, there's the New Republic, but they demilitarized and then a resistance was created, so we can have rebels, but not rebels. Yeah, it it happens after, um, after Jedi, so yeah, presumably they did that just so everybody. Yeah, knows, it's, it's like, after Jedi, okay, but they we're aren't not... calling them rebels. They are calling them the new the New Republic. And yeah. I mean, I would be fine if they just completely retconned the whole, oh, the New Republic doesn't have any, like, fighters and stuff. Just pretend that never happened. 
Well, yeah. I I assume it's it's like short, relatively shortly after the the Death Star. Mm. So they're they're like setting up the Republic and still fighting the remnants of the Empire. I assume. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, it might even be before Battlefront Two. Yeah, I, 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 I haven't played that, and I won't. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, because Battlefront 2's story mode is, like, I think a couple. Well, I think it starts off in Return of the Jedi, but then it like cuts to a couple years later when, like, the Battle of Jakku happens, and then the Imperial Remnant flies off into the unknown regions and ends up becoming the First Order. Yeah, I. I I am glad that it's technically not Rebels versus Empire, even though it's totally just yeah, Rebels I mean, versus it, Empire. Yeah, aesthetically it's still just you know, the same old um like what yeah, Star Wars it, was in the eighties is what Star Wars is now. We're gonna pretend that anything that happened in the nineties and two thousands didn't happen. Yeah, it's it's all the it's all the weird, bright, like one tone um, pilot suits and all the all the original trilogy sound effects and everything. Yeah, yeah, and it's X wings, A wings, Y wings, B wings versus Tie fighters, Tie interceptors, Tie bombers, and I think they made up a new type of Tie fighter to like, yeah, match the, the, one of the classes. The the support class or what whatever they called it. Yeah. Yeah, like in the picture for it, they show the Tie Striker, which we've only seen like flying around in the background in Rogue One. But yeah, th- there was yeah, like some I'm, new Tie Fighter. I, I'm interested, but I'm I'm gonna wait like a month or two after it comes out to get it, just because EA is not to be trusted. <laughs> yeah, wait for them to have everyone mad about their loot boxes and then revamp the whole thing. Yeah. I they apparently said they wouldn't have microtransactions, but they're lying bastards and I don't believe them. Yeah, I mean Battlefront 2 I only bought because it was $20 used. So I didn't actually pay them for it. I just bought it used and that's when I finally played it. Um yeah, Squadrons I... looks like something I would probably enjoy playing, but I'm not excited for it. If that makes sense. Yeah, I'm. I'm my my excitement level is interested. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and that that's about it. Like if if they show a bunch of new information, um, I'll I'll look at it. But I, I'm definitely not giving them any money before it's released. That's a very, yeah. very bad idea. Yeah, I mean, it, it's yeah, not a good idea to pay full price for any EA game, because they're not going to give you a full game. No, I, I, even if even if it's not terribly monetized or imbalanced, I'll probably still wait till it's half price, because EA games go on sale like, a couple months after, usually. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Also thinking Star Wars stuff, I had made a note to myself that I typed out here so I could remember um, to talk about the best Star Wars character, Will Rowe Hood, who I was introduced <laughs> to from the last episode of the Mandalorian behind-the-scenes documentary came out, 
and it's where they talk about like all the Easter eggs and references and stuff that they did in the show. And one of the things they brought up, there's a guy in the background of um, Empire Strikes Back when everyone is escaping from Cloud City. There's a guy just in an orange jumpsuit who is running and carrying an ice cream maker under his arm. And um, fans, I know who you were talking about. Yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah, now this is my first time hearing about it, and I'm surprised because I, I feel like I should have heard about this by now. But no, yeah, there's a guy running in the background with an ice cream maker under his arm, and people have named him Wilrow Hood and made like a tradition of like everybody who's dressed as him as a conven- at a convention. They'll do like a, a running of the Wilrow Hoods where they all just run through the convention carrying their <laughs> ice cream makers. Um, and that was brought up in the Mandalorian because the carrying container that he has the Beskar in was modeled after that ice cream maker. Nice. So so they, they do a reference to that. Um, also they did like, I guess, the incinerator trooper is designed after um, a trooper from The Force Unleashed. Um, also there's like a stormtrooper transport that has like doors in the sides and it's based off one of the old Kenner toys that you know was never actually a thing from the movies they're just like hey here's like an imperial transport and you stick all your stormtroopers in the side of it so they made that into a real thing for the show but every every new thing I hear about the Mandalorian just makes me like it more yeah and I'm cautiously optimistic about the future of the show yeah, I, actually, I was hearing something. I guess the all these spinoffs and stuff that they're planning, they're planning to have Dave Filoni oversee all of it, so there should be some consistency, hopefully. Because he's the guy who did Clone Wars and Rebels and worked on Mandalorian alongside Jon Favreau, so hopefully with him overseeing it, we'll get, like... I don't know if it's too early to say a Kevin Feige, like, Marvel level of consistency between things, but... Hopefully, at least in the TV end. I don't know that yeah, uh, have any say on the movies, but yeah, I mean we, we've we've talked about this like once or twice before, but it, it it's just so weird about introducing the bigger universe to the Mandalorian mm. because it it was so anti that before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely ways it could go wrong. Hopefully, it doesn't, but. And we'll see. At worst, we yeah. got one good season. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know what part of the Clone Wars he worked, he, he was the the head of, but, mm. I mean, Clone Wars was very uneven for a lot of the show, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think like, having him with Jon Favreau probably worked better for Mandalorian. Like, I think that probably tempered a lot of the crazy ways the ideas could have gone off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, wait and see, right? Mm. But, yeah, the behind-the-scenes uh, series on Mandalorian was like, really interesting. Honestly, it was better than, like, any of the documentaries that have come with, like, the Blu-rays of the movies. Because those always feel like it's just, you know, like, they got the people in front of a camera and get them to like say nice things about the movie, but it doesn't feel like yeah. they're really learning about any of like 
how they're, it was behind the jerking. scenes, what they're the just, process was. Mm. Yeah, they're just jerking off George Lucas, mostly. Yeah, like, all, all you know, or, or like, whatever, uh, Ryan Johnson or, um... J.J. Abrams, whoever it was that was in charge of that particular movie, they talk about how great they were and how great it was yeah, being alongside I, their cast members and stuff. I, I haven't bought um, copies of the new movies, so... Mm. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's I just there's not you. really anything <laughs> interesting. Like, a lot of... And that's how it is with a lot of movies, really. Like They put the special features on because people expect them, but they feel more like an ad for the movie than like an actual deep dive into like this is how we made it and this is um oh briefly disconnected there um are we reconnected okay so this is getting weird okay it's showing um, green now we're not we're connected but we're not great um I mean, it, it disconnected a couple times, but it looks like it's connected now. Yeah, I, I, I've got you, um, but I can't consistently hear you. Okay. It does seem a little choppier after the reconnection for some reason. Okay, I heard you that time, so we, we might okay, be back in business. I forgot what I was saying. But um, I, I didn't hear most of it, so... Okay. Yeah, just Star Wars rambling and stuff. Oh, and uh, yeah, no, I was bitching about how the uh, documentaries on the Star Wars movies and a lot of movies just feel like advertisements, and they don't feel like they're really behind the scenes in the way like this miniseries was, or like like the I think the trend started with like the Lord of the Rings when they did like behind the scenes on that, and they really got into like like all the artists who worked on this and like the things that they did and stuff. Um, oh, yeah, like, like how the how workshop they, um, and how they made all the armor and yeah, and how they did the uh, size effects with like Gandalf and the hobbits. Yeah, yeah, like really showing up, and even like the Star Wars prequels, like you know George Lucas wanted to show everyone like, hey, look at what we can do with green screen, and we got these like rooms full of green screen, and we got all these like <laughs> maquettes that people made that we're going to digitize and put in the computer. Right. Hey, look, we're in a warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> Which Mandalorian did too, but they did it better because they have, like, a physical surrounding and then, right. like, projected screens instead of, like, green screen in your imagination. So it's like the actors can right. see what they're acting off of. And also, it's 25 years later. Yeah. Or close to it. I, I forget when Phantom Menace came out. Uh, 1999. Okay, so 20 years later. Yeah. 21, whatever. Fuck you, shut up. <laughs> well, I, uh, Mandalorian came out in 2019, so 20. Yay, I did it. <laughs> yep. Um, where were we? Um, but yeah, so Wilro Hood and his ice cream maker are great. Also, he got I an like action it. figure at one point. Because the fans demanded it. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they, they made actual merch of him. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, it was That's part amazing. of the legacy. Yeah, there was like a legacy collection where I think the idea was to like represent a bunch of characters that hadn't been yet. So, like Darth Revan and Malak 
I think appeared in that that line, and Will Rohood shows up. Uh, that's cool, honestly. Yeah. I said it was dumb, but it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, they, they can elevate... He's like the derpy hooves of Star Wars. It's just like oh, a, yeah, a background joke. Oh, yeah, I I should watch, like, the five seasons of My Little Pony that I didn't watch, but then sometimes I think, no, I probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, if it was easily accessible and I didn't have to, like, dig around to find it, I'd consider it, but... Like, season three wasn't great, and I wasn't really keen to keep following it after that. Especially with Equestria Girls. (laughs) Where, um, was that, like, she fell into a portal and now she's in a human world? Yeah, it's like they're they're human, but they're all colored the colors of their pony selves. So there's, like, she's a purple human, and there's, like, orange and yellow I I do remember a short that they made from that and they had a kill I kill reference in it Mm. (laughs) and that's the only thing I remember about it Uh, yeah I mean they are good at having like jokes for older fans yeah I mean like nobody was half naked or anything because it's a kids show Mm. but they they did a except when they're ponies and they're always naked yeah Oh, there, there's no halfway about it. Yeah. It's just... Um, I, I, I don't want to make this joke anymore. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to start talking about the My Little Pony porn that's all over the internet? No, I... I, I no. Okay. I... Um... So, Star Wars. Yep. Um, yeah, so, hmm. Are there any other games? There's been, like, a lot of... Even though it's not E3, there has been game news. Um, also, Ubisoft is going to be having a press conference of some sort next month, I guess. Yeah, I... I care about Ubisoft about as much as I care about EA, mm. to be honest. I know you like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like Assassin's Creed and, um... I mean, I haven't played as much Just Dance this year as I did last year, but I guess I'm interested in that one. And if they did, like, a new Prince of Persia or something, I'd be interested in hearing about that. But if it's just, like, Ghost Recon yeah, like and I, Tom Clancy stuff, I don't care about any of that. Yeah, I, I like when Ubisoft does something weird and new like For Honor, mm. and then they just never support it again. So. Yeah, I mean, they are supposed <laughs> to talk more about Gods and Monsters, which I guess th- has a new title now, but it's still the kind of, like, Breath of the Wild Greek mythology game. Yeah, that's... I, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, like, it was supposed to come out earlier but. this year, but it's been delayed, like many things have. Um, and then yeah, the Skull and Bones, the pirate game sensible. that is just, I assume, is still in development, but they've kind of gone dark on that one. It's, didn't they... When did, when did they announce that? Like, five years ago? Uh, <laughs> it feels like I it. think it was, like, three years, because it got shown at E3, like, two years 
in a row. So it's, it's like two or three yeah, years I mean, ago that they announced it, and there hasn't been much for news on it since. I mean, they showed Watch Dogs like three or four years in a row. So, mm. But they made two Watch Dogs. Don't get, don't get your hopes up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they also made Watch Dogs too. Yeah. Sorry, that was a <laughs> that was just a terrible joke, mm. <laughs> and I said it. Yep. You know what? I'm not sorry. You know what you're listening to, people. Yeah. No, all all five of them will have to endure that joke. <laughs> um. Oh. Hi Eugene, I'm glad you liked Ace Combat 7. Mm, yep, you've, you've gotten Eugene into the planes game. Yes, play Ace Combat 4 and, and then 5 and then 0, please. Yep, it'll I very much like that. help you make sense of this meme about Mobius 1 that we're going to do sometime this episode. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I hope I, hope I pick the good words again. Mm. Because Chody was a work of pure genius on my part. Yeah, I mean, it looks like we're an hour in. Like, if we do the meme now, would you end up having a headache, or...? I, I might. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other I can topics. Talk, I can talk about how they broke um, Europa Universalis 4. Okay, yeah, because I think last time you were excited to play the update on that game. Yeah, I, I was excited to play the update because one of my favorite countries to play, um, Naples, mm. in South Italy, finally got a mission tree. Mm. Um, and then all we talked about was the double then, Sicilies across the sky. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh yeah, the Kingdom of Two Sicilies. Yeah. They, they, they added where, um, as Naples, you can... You can form the Kingdom of Two Sicilies, mm. which is a very funny name for a country slash kingdom slash whatever you want to call it. Mm. Um, but I got very annoyed playing that because they completely broke the game. <laughs> mm. They they broke. Um, Okay, so going a bit in, into history, the Holy Roman Empire was basically Germany before it was Germany. Um, basically, at the time, Germany was broken up into dozens, if not hundreds, of like smaller nations slash city-states mm. um, that collectively formed um, the Holy Roman Empire. Um, and so there's there's a mechanic in EU4 where um, the emperor who starts off as Austria um, ha basically has a lot of power over like how the empire works like you, you can't directly um, control like the 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 other countries in the empire. Okay. But um, you do have some influence over them, and the 
the way the game was set up is that if you if you play well enough you could have direct control over them and then eventually um, integrate them into like basically like forming like actual one country called the Holy Roman Empire instead of um, like basically just a decentralized system mm. but ba basically in the new update they made it way too easy um, so like you could, you could get pretty much any small or medium sized country in the in Europe to join mm. very quickly which would basically mean that in less than 50 years you can you can form <laughs> you can form the empire so so in the game the um, holy roman empire is like a a fusion Yu-Gi-Oh monster and its components are Germany and one other country and it can be any other country well it Germany as a whole isn't a country it's just uh, it's more like a region okay. um, in the game so you just have it, to own enough pieces of Germany and they can be different pieces as long as you have enough of them it's the Holy Roman Empire well it, it's the the way it works is that if if you are the emperor, mm. um, and be, becoming the emperor is a whole thing I don't want to get into because it's very not fun to talk about. But you just have to pay the right basically people to if, call if, you emperor. I mean, pretty much, yeah. Um, you grease the right hands, yeah. um, and and then somebody dies. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the emperor now. Yep. Yeah, you hire some assassins but, to go kill the other emperor, and now you're the emperor. I wish you could assassinate rulers. That would be. Uh, that that's a that, that's a different paradox game, mm. but 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 anyway, basically, um, the the more the the better you run the empire, the the more imperial authority you get, which let lets you pass reforms that let you have more control over it mm. so like at the start it's completely decentralized and nothing like nobody really gives a, a shit about mm. the emperor um but if you, and then you, if you do things like keep the peace and not have a bunch of countries of a different religion <laughs> which I don't want to talk. I don't want to get too far into because that's a whole historical mm. mess. But um, basically, if you if you keep the peace well enough and get a bunch of countries to join, you you can rack up points way faster than you should be able to do, which lets lets you pass reforms very quickly, which lets you become very overpowered very early. And it it basically breaks the game because okay, so if you're a good player mm. um, before the update, you could probably form the empire in like the mid to late 1500s. Mm. Um, and now the the AI can do that. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like the 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 game is so broken that the the AI is doing this thing that should have been super hard to do for a, a good player. Um, so basically, what that means is is that if you're playing anyone in Europe that's not in the Empire, you're basically screwed. So my dream of playing Naples and forming the Kingdom of Two Sicilies did that didn't really work out because everyone was joining the Empire. So every time I wanted to fight them, I couldn't because I would just get my shit kicked in. Mm. And there's so, no way to like adjust the difficulty yeah. on it. Um, I mean, you could you could play on normal or normal or easy or hard but that doesn't it doesn't change the core mechanics it just changes like how smart the ai is okay and and they get a few bonuses i i think on harder difficulties Mm. but i mean i guess you could mod it but that's a whole lot of work Mm. but yeah i i started a new game this morning um so I hope it goes well. They did they did patch it. Um, but I don't know how it changed yet because this is my first game playing on the new patch. So hopefully I can I can live my dream. Mm. Yeah. I mean mm. and then try to get a third Sicily. No, if you get enough Sicilies, you can be the Holy Roman Sicily. Holy Sicily Empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, i i should make it i should make a custom country called the holy sicilian empire yeah <laughs> and just oh and then i can join the holy roman empire and become the emperor mm. and then control two empires at once yep yeah the emperor of two empires <laughs> the the two empires of the two sicilies yeah, I like it. And then you conquer the whole world, and you rename it Sicily. The, the, the seven Sicilies. Yeah. For every one, for every continent. Yeah. Or the the six, because you can't. There's there's no Antarctica, so I guess it would be the six continents. Mm, unless the moon is the seventh. When you spread to the moon. <gasps> You can fight robots, so and polar like, bears. Like Skynet robots, or what's that? Is it like Skynet, like like the robot uprising robots, or are they alien robots? I I think they're alien robots. I don't know. You, you have to um, you have to console command them in. Oh, okay. Like it's 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 more so of an there's Easter nowhere egg that they necessarily a... come from. No, well, I mean, I I think there's, well, whenever you summon them in, there's there's an event page that tells you where they came from, um, but I've I've never actually done it, so I don't I don't know. I've done the polar bear one. Mm. The, the polar bear uh, army from Antarctica. Yeah. I mean, I I think you can make them. They could they could start anywhere, mm. but they are they are a polar bear. Um, 
<laughs> country of polar bears okay, fighting. So you can have like the Brazilian polar bear army. That would be awesome. This is a Brazilian polar the- bear. Hot. What now? I'm done talking about boring history games. Mm. Um, Was there anything else new this week? I pooped this week. That's new. Mm. How did that go? Um, Usually well. Mm. (laughs) It came out alright. Yeah. (laughs) I had diarrhea, and I'm not sure. I think it was from the blueberry muffins. Oh, no. Oh, blueberry muffins are delicious, though. Yeah, no, it was worth it. That's a shame. I mean, that's all I can figure. That's the only thing I've eaten that was different. It's either that or the pizza. You're from Maine, though. Blueberries should give you superpowers. Yeah. No, I mean, I I don't know if we still... We used to have blueberry plants in my yard. I don't know who's told that. So wait, they were wild Maine blueberries? Um, I mean, the ones I ate, probably not, but, um, no. we, I, I have had them. Those are those fake-ass cultivated, um, I don't know, Oregon blueberries. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where blueberries grow. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess everywhere, but. Yeah, and wherever's got, like, the right climate for it. might be Canadian for all I know. You need to eat lobster and drink blueberry juice. Mm. I don't remember if I've ever had... I don't think I've ever had lobster. It's weird. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I've seen it, but I haven't had it. I don't eat a lot of seafood. I, I went to Massachusetts once, and I had a lobster roll. And that's it. Mm. <laughs> No, I had crab hey. when So Crab So Good was the the hotness in the community. <laughs> is that is that the only reason you had crab? Yeah. Yeah, it was well, like four or five years ago that So Crab So Good was okay. the meme. Yeah, something like that. That's about the last time I listened to Word Funk. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, crab, crab was alright. I eat seafood. I, I eat seafood all the time, but it's usually fried. Mm. Because I, I'm a very healthy eater. Yeah. In case you couldn't tell. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have lots of fried stuff and sugary stuff. I should probably exercise more, but I haven't. Diabetes is fun, too. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I'm getting depressed. <laughs> should we do the meme? Or not meme. Madeline? Yeah, both. It's both. Yeah. It becomes a meme sure. after it's been Let's... shared with the internet. So it has to be shared right. multiple times to become a meme. Um, okay, I don't know what, what words I'm going to come up with this time, but... Okay. Uh, occupation. Um... <laughs> Should I go with pilot, or would that be dumb? Uh, that's the word you're replacing, is pilot. 
<laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> flight attendant. Okay. Type of person. I wasn't sure exactly um, what to put. I, at first I had role, but I changed it to type of person, I think. will fit for what this one um, is supposed to be. Mm, mysterious. Um, hmm. No, that doesn't fit either. It should be a noun, at least. I guess just a general noun would work, um, actually. Just any noun. Horse. Horse. Horse? Horse. Uh, like H-O-R-S-E, horse? That's what I'm hearing? Yes. Okay. The, 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 nay, the nay kind of horse. Yeah. The um, hay kind of horse. Yeah, like the, the little ponies, but bigger. <laughs> um, adjective. They're not mine, though. Yeah. Um. Um. Sad. Um. A verb ending in ing. Um. Cartwheeling. An adjective. Uh, wait. No, one more ing verb. And then an adjective. Um. Or two two more. T-posing. Yeah, why did I... That's weird. I wrote down the blank number four as ing verbs, but there's three of them in a row. So, okay, so what was the second one? T-posing. And, um... Submitting. Uh, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, okay, so this one should be... Let me just double check. Let's see. Five, six, seven, eight. One, two. Huh. Okay. Don't know exactly what I did with this. Okay, let me double check. Okay. So somehow I screwed up five and six and called them adjectives when they were ing verbs. Um, okay. A personal trait. Uh, say that again. Uh, personal trait is what I had down for trying to replace this word. Horny. Okay, ing verb. Another one. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank for some reason. Indecisive. There we go. There's one. <laughs> uh, for e for an ing. All right, what was oh. it? Oh. Oh wait, I I, mu I must have it's misheard an, you. An ing verb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you must have cut out or something. Um, uh, okay. Um, cradling. Um, okay. A plural vehicle. Batmobiles. And a plural occupation. Um, let's see. Yoga instructors. Uh, what was it? Yoga instructors. Mm -hmm. 
we've got two more. Um, and they're both occupations. So, two uh, occupation words. Um, pirate and ninja. Okay, so time to learn about Mobius One. Do wait. Do, Mobius, do you think? Hmm? Do you think a ninja is a is an actual occupation? Like, can you put that on your tax forms? Um, I mean, considering it's a form of criminal, you probably couldn't put it on like most legal documentation without them wanting to arrest you after. What um, What if you are a ninja and and a sex themed um, internet band? Um, I mean, I guess... I guess you'd just be a musician. Yeah, there's going to be an explanation needed if you put ninja down as your (laughs) occupation on any kind of form. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I guess it's the same with pirate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because pirate is also uh, an illegal (laughs) thing to be. And it's an actual thing, so... Um, (laughs) Okay... Here's a lesson, kids. Don't put pirate on your tax form. <laughs> you will get arrested. Yeah. Yeah, and, and real pirate doesn't admit to... Doesn't tell the law that you're a pirate. Jack Sparrow did. Oh, yeah, and he got arrested how many times? At least, like, four, I think. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess the time at the start of Dead Man's Chest was intentional going to the super prison but I mean th- there were so many times that he either should have been arrested or killed that I mean yeah kids don't put pirate on your tax form yeah also kids you should probably start list or stop listening to this show we use you know, bad language and stuff what, what were your, the fuck are you talking your about think? Jade we're, we're perfectly wholesome um <laughs> Yeah, fucking family podcast here. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what? I forgot to make one of the answers a dildo bet. Um. <laughs> that, no, that's see which one. <laughs> that's all right. I'm pretty sure I did that last time. <laughs> yeah. No, we had the dildo bet last time, which I misheard is just a dildo. And eh, uh, either way. Yeah, we only had one noun on this, and it's horse. I like horse. So, I like horse yeah. a lot. Yeah, no, it works really well. So, okay. Mobius One was an independent state allied forces air force flight attendant <laughs> and flight leader. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that would fail. Yeah. Okay. And flight leader of the 118th Tactical Wing. He is the horse of Ace Combat Force <laughs> Shattered Skies. <laughs> His sad aircraft is the F twenty two A Raptor. Yep. Mobius is renowned for almost single handedly cartwheeling Arusia during the Continental War and T posing free Arusia forces across post war Arusia. Yep. In twenty fourteen, Mobius one continued submitting against free Arusia's uh, oh, no. as part of the IUN's peacekeeping forces. Oh god. Mobius One's life prior to the war as well as his horniness remain unknown. <laughs> Although the first in-game appearance of Mobius One shows him cradling from Fort Grace, a federation of Central Usia 
aircraft carrier. The ISAF is known to have shared Batmobiles and yoga instructors among the <laughs> nations within its coalition. Nice. The fact that he begins the game as an aircraft carrier pirate, however, could indicate that he was initially part of the country's naval aviation division rather than a ground-based Air Force ninja. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, that's the story of Mobius 1. A ground-based Air Force ninja. Yeah. Well, yeah, he started off as a pirate. An, an aircraft carrier pirate. Um, but he might have been an Air Force ninja. See, it's funny that he's an Air Force ninja because um, the F-22 is a stealth fighter. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and that's how he keeps his horniness unknown. It's a ninja. It's like, nobody knows. <laughs> he T-posed on Arugia. Yeah. Yeah, he cartwheeled uh, Free Arusia and then T-posed on Free Arusia. Yeah. <laughs> but he also t- he also was submitting to them, so... Um, yeah. His horniness was not known. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, and he's a horse. <laughs> he's a ninja horse. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, ninja horse aircraft flight attendant. Slash pilot. Just imagine him. Imagine him like throwing ninja stars from his hooves while he's piloting um, an F twenty two. An invisible F twenty two. Yeah. While t posing, apparently, and cartwheeling. Yep. Like you do. Uh. I love it. Hmm. We, do we have anything else to talk about? Uh, I mean, I'm sure after the call we'll rem- remember that there's something got forgotten. But Probably. I don't remember it right now. Um, everyone, make sure you drink your liquids and eat your puppies. Oh, like in Last of Us 2? Murdering <laughs> puppies? People were so mad at that, but it. Like, that's not the old. It's not like it's the first game where you kill a dog. Mm. I mean, uh, I guess this is because the game makes you feel bad about killing dogs. What? Well, I mean, you always feel bad about killing a dog. Come on. Yeah. I, I don't know. The game, know. like, rubs it in your face, like, hey, don't you feel bad for this thing we made you do? No. <laughs> Shut up. I mean, I guess if you're playing it, you know what you're in for. Uh, I mean, I mean, Inflicting in, misery and feeling misery. Like, in, in The Walking Dead, I, I don't remember which one, I guess it was season two. Like, you, you befriend a dog, and then when when you go to eat, it bites you and you have to kill it. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I get I get that it's fun to make fun of, you know, like, it's fun to make fun of things, but also, mm. like, I don't know. I haven't played it yet. If it's bad, if, if it's, like, really over-the-top depressing, then, yeah, well, okay. Mm. But also, I haven't played it yet, so I'm not going to judge. 
Yeah, I mean, I haven't played either of them, because I don't have a PlayStation, but even if I did, it just doesn't... I mean, I guess if you're the type of person who likes stuff like Walking Dead, you'd probably enjoy it. I mean, I don't like Walking Dead either, so I, I know I wouldn't. Like, I, I just, I don't really see the appeal, but... Well, people, people have been talking like it's 100% misery all the time, but... But, I mean, the first one wasn't. Like I said, I haven't played the second one yet, but... Mm. I mean, they... I don't know, there was equal amounts of... I mean, like, as like, a game, is it brutal, fun? Or is it, like, a narrative that has some, like... Um, parts where you actually get to play it, but most of the time it's just walking you through the story. Um, it's closer to the second thing you said, but okay. Also, I don't know. It also rewards you for you know, like actually going around and looking for things. So it's not like you you know, it's not like just run down this corridor and then you know, stealth kill three dudes and then go down the next corridor. It's more like, come here, explore this area, find find all the funny dialogue, and then and then go down this corridor and <laughs> stealth kill three dudes. And then you get a cutscene. And, and yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like, it's very... It, it's very cutscene heavy. Or... I don't know, I'd say more dialogue heavy, like most of the most of the game isn't directly cutscenes, it's just Okay, so it's like, it's like, like the cutscenes that you're forced to walk during. Or Well, they they talk a lot during gameplay. You know, like it's not like most of the time it's not like, oh, stop and then we'll talk for a while. Mm. It's yeah, I mean... But, like, I know of... in some games, like, you'll be technically walking around, but it's, like, you can't stray too far from the other person because they're talking the whole time, and you just have to walk and keep pace with them. There's... Like, I think Assassin's Creed does that a lot in, like, when you get into, like, not the open world stuff, but, like, a quest. They still keep you in the open world, and you're just, like, riding on a horse next to a person, and they just keep talking the whole time. There's some of that, but if I remember right, in The Last of Us, they're mostly following you, not the other way around. So, okay. you know, it's it's not it's not like Red Dead Redemption where it's just hold the X button and your horse will go the same speed as the other person's horse. Mm. It's more like you're you're in control. Like there's just you know. You're not going to be fighting, like, while someone's telling you important shit, you know? Okay. In unless it's about the fighting, I guess. Mm. I don't know. I, I am probably not explaining this well at all. But, yeah, it, it's, ver it's very dialogue and, like, cinematic heavy game, yeah. Hmm. But it's not like no gameplay, as a lot of people will suggest. Probably as a joke, but either mm. way. 
But I mean, it is pretty basic, like, uh, stealth, stealth kill these things, and then when one catches you, you can shoot the rest of them. Or, you mm. know, die and fail. That's also mm. an option. I don't know, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think... I, also, I, I tend to prefer games that are a little more fantastical. And aside from there being zombies, it seems like the rest is just kind of too real, I guess. Yeah, I get it. You can pet a giraffe in the first one. Mm. So that's cool. So oh, the, the, the game Grumps are playing Sonic Heroes. Have you watched it? Yep. Yeah, I've seen all but today's episode. Oh, that probably came out like a, a couple hours ago. I haven't seen it either. I, I think that was a today. I saw something from Game Grumps came out today. I. Uh, oh no, they're playing checkers. Okay, that's something different. Uh, yeah, I, I, I knew Aaron would get really mad at Sonic Heroes because it controls like garbage. Um, hmm. But. Yeah, so I'm enjoying it. I I had Sonic Heroes like on PS2, which is apparently the worst version. Yeah, my um, brother had it on GameCube, and I played through like the four main story things. I don't remember it being that bad, but also that was back when I had more time to play games. So it's I'll say it's mostly fine once you get used to it. But if you have no mm. patience for it, then you end up. Um, like Aaron on Game Grumps. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the controls are bad, but you can get used to them, is how, how how I would put it. Yeah, like, I think, like, it was only really hard when, like, I was trying to collect the emeralds, because they actually want you to do things well to get that. And yeah. it's hard have, to do anything well with those controls. You have to not get hit for... A good portion of a whole stage yeah because like you, you have to find you have to like find a key somewhere in the middle of the level and then mm. not get hit for the rest of the stage um to unlock the the bonus game and then you have to actually beat the bonus game to get the emerald so yeah yeah it's kind of a pain in the ass to get the actual ending and then they, they never will I, I, I'd be surprised if they even finished the Sonic um, the Sonic team mm. yeah I mean I was hoping they would play Big the Cat but yeah just so they could get all the froggy memes in there <laughs> yeah I I wish they would have played something other than Sonic because I mean Team Team Rose would have been cool because it's the easy version, and yeah. he probably probably would have had less trouble. And also, Big the Cat. Um, Team Dark yeah, would I mean, have been funny. Yeah, I mean his nickname is Big Cat, so <laughs> play Big the Cat. <laughs> I, never, I never even thought about that. Yeah. And and Team Team Dark would have been funny because um, oh yeah, it would it, it would be it'd be super hard, but also they would make fun of. Yeah, right. They would make fun of Shadow constantly. Um, yeah. And it'd be fun to watch Aaron lose his shit even more. Mm. And I hope Team they made another like, little Sonic fic in there somewhere. Uh, yeah, where he fucks... Uh, I don't know. What's a popular thing? 
He fucks uh, the, my the, little pony. The lawn bag. <laughs> no. <laughs> wait, he. Wait, they have. They have those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's tons of them. Like, not yeah, even from Little Sonic. Just lots of people having Sonic fuck ponies. No, they 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 did have some from Little Sonic because I I remember when I went crazy and did the whole list. Of, <laughs> like, I think he fucks Applejack or something. <laughs> oh, okay. So. Which, I mean, I guess Sonic's also an animal, so it's not that weird. Yeah. Yeah, no, Sonic fucks everything. Yeah. Sonic will fuck any species. Um, TM, trademark me. I said Mm. it. If you say it, you gotta pay me five cents. Mm. Does Sonic fuck a robot in any of those? I'm sure he does. Like, he probably fucked the Terminator from T3 or something. Hmm. Yeah, because otherwise maybe he draws... I mean, maybe his experience with Eggman has made him draw the line at robots. <laughs> He's robosexual. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it just made him hornier for robots after all the robots he's fought. I, I, I did see something, um... After Aaron said that he would fuck Eggman, mm. um, someone, I, I forget where, um, someone posted a video of um, a guy pole dancing um, in Eggman cosplay. <laughs> so, mm. so, so he just has the like three foot wide mustache and the, um, the, the big red coat and the tight black pants. <laughs> and he's full dancing. It's funny as shit. Mm. Uh, are, are we still recording? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're still trying to figure out what to say, what people might want to listen to. Um, I guess they can watch Game Grumps. Um, yeah. Let's just watch an episode of Game Grumps. <laughs> While we while we while Double we over commentary on it. Yeah. So it'd be us talking about two people talking over a video game. Yeah. And probably going off topic and talking about our own stuff at the same time. The way they do about yeah. going off topic about the game. We 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 should talk about our poops more. Mm. We should grade them on a level of... You know what? No. Um, <laughs> no. Um, Color grade them and yeah. see how much of a rainbow we've made. Well, we, we, need, a, we need a hardness scale from, um, from just liquid to, like, to diamond. snake skin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Then a then a color scale from like dark green to healthy brown. <laughs> hmm. uh, I'm very sad that <laughs> it's come to this. Yeah. yeah. We we should probably stop, huh? Yeah, I think the heat is frying. I know it's frying my brain. I don't know about yours. I assume it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm. I'm if if he actually fries brains, it happened to me about twenty years ago. So, mm. 
I mean, I never had much to begin with. Yep, so we'll see listeners next yep. time. I don't know what uh, what new things to expect in the next two weeks, although it does look like it's the 4th of July next time we're recording. So. Oh, fun. Yep. Happy... Happy, t- especially terrible year, America. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yep, happy fourth day of the seventh month. Oh, God, really. Yeah. Happy we, we survived halfway. <laughs> yeah. Happy one year since the release of Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, we which didn't talk came out about on July Spider-Man, 2nd, but... Oh, is there any Spider-Man? Oh, wait did did we mention the Miles Morales game? No, at all I don't on think recording. We did. No, okay, I did so, talk yeah, about. Yeah, we got time. I talked about Insomniac, mm. but I <laughs> forgot to mention that they also make Spider-Man. I think. Mm. Yeah, that they've um, confirmed that there is going to be a Miles Morales game that is a standalone sequel spin-off, I guess. But it's unclear whether it's going to be like a full-length game or like a shorter game. Well, they they said it would be... They they compared it to um, Uncharted Lost Legacy, which is... Okay. Like, maybe, I don't know, about half-length of a regular Uncharted game. Mm. Which would be real... Which would still be cool, considering that... um, I mean, Spider-Man only came out two years ago and for a game that large um I mean if it's even close to halfway as big as uh Spider-Man was then it'll still be pretty significant yeah and I think like playing as Miles you'll have different mechanics you'll have like the venom touch and stuff yeah I mean they, they gave you a bunch of like Peter had a bunch of gadgets and stuff to fool around with, but mm. I don't know. You, st- I, I still ended up punching more people than webbing them and stuff. Mm. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> oh God. We we did it. We talked Spider Man. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we we mentioned that the game exists or will exist. Yeah. <laughs> yep. If if the world is still around by the time it releases, we'll talk about it then. Mm. Yeah, it'll be coming out on uh, the PlayStation Five with its big pop collar shape. All right, the ki- the Kaiba collar. Yep. Yep. The system that looks down its nose at the we, Xbox and tells it that it's a we ne- third rate we never console even, with a fourth rate processor. <laughs> we never even talked about the PS5. Mm. It, it's yeah, a how it's some weird like alligator mouth thing. Yeah. Or duck mouth. Like you, you can lay it on its side but even then it doesn't lay flat. It needs a little disc to sit on. Yeah. And like, who wants who wants like corners sticking out of a piece of technology? Mm. Like that that just seems like a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, like it looks like something that would be sitting on Shepard's desk in Mass like Mass Effect. It's like 
Yeah. Some, like, over-designed, like, future tech thing. Yeah, I mean... For the, the past few consoles, Sony's had a bad habit of... Um... Terrible dust management, I would say. Mm. Because, like, the PS4 has a slot going, like, all the way around it where dust will just collect and never go away. Mm. So, that's fun. And now this one has a slot going inside it. Yeah. With, like, little ridges all through it. Okay, I don't know why I keep bringing up new topics, because I'm tired. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let, let, let's let's shoot this one in the head <laughs> yeah I think the episode's about reached the end so I'll see you in two weeks yeah it, it has a shelf life of about negative a half hour <laughs> yeah um remember yeah I'm gonna keep talking and, and let you decide to put this in if you want or not Yeah, I'll just say something. Yeah, I'll just say something weird, like, um, um, let's see, what's a what's a thing? Eat your teeth. Yeah, that's a game grumps thing. I'm stopping now. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>